Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is time for us. Those weekend golf guys, I am John Ashton in studio. He is Jeff Smith. He is at the Golf Cave, Edinburgh, Indiana, at the Timbergate Golf Course. I don't know what it's like where you're at, but uh, early spring has arrived here in uh, in Kentucky and Indiana area. Not yet to be, not full-time yet, because second winter will soon arrive. Well, yeah, because that's what's going to happen, right? It's exactly. a Midwest kind of a thing. It's yeah. like you get this, this false is, spring. This is, yeah, false spring or tease it's spring. teaser. Yeah, and then second winter comes back. And then you get that's spring right. for about a week, and then you get summer, and it stays until October. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of golf will be played. Lots of hooky is played now because what what I'm doing and what everybody I know is doing is checking the long range weather forecast because you have to you have to make tee times at least a week in advance these days because so many people are playing golf now it's hard to get yeah. a tee time it's amazing and it, oh, it's great I mean it's great for the business terrible if you want you know if if you like making last minute decisions about playing golf. Because if you decide Tuesday you want to play Wednesday morning, you're uh, you're SOL, buddy. That's it. Ain't nowhere to go. They'll all be busy. So you just gonna yep. hang out at the course and hope somebody doesn't show up. Is that still a thing? People still not show up for those tea times? I don't know. You know, sometimes that happens, but really as busy as it is, everybody knows it's busy. So yeah. they, um, they, they really don't have a leg to stand on if they just don't show up and then try to come back again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, you they, really want them to uh, to know that the tee time is at a premium. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And some courses I've noticed um, that have have already raised their rates, which I don't blame them. Well, yeah, because it's I don't you blame know, them at all. The, yep. Right. The, into the early season, the busy season has started. So, yeah. and it's supply and demand, man. I mean, it works. Economics works everywhere. In golf, should you know, be I have no that. different. Right. I've yeah. thought that about even my own, my own lesson fees. Yeah. I have thought for a little while about raising my lesson fees beginning at 6 p.m. <laughs> because, <laughs> because you want to discourage people from coming well, after 6 p.m. Things. I know what you're like, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> We'll get into that and a whole bunch more, too. We've got a a bunch of things to talk about. It is early in the season, and we're going to make it so this is your best season ever to date. Hang with us. We're coming right back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hey, it's John Ashton. i got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament. And what happens? I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry, because I have covered my bases with my bookie, mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code GOLFGUYS, and you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. My bookie has several March Madness-focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. My bookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code GOLFGUYS and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. 
And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. You know, nobody is perfect. Sometimes the best golfers, the guys that make all the money, three-putt with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom sometimes, it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to GetRoman.com slash GolfGuys now. You see, with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and the privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and, importantly, discreet. So get started. It's simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash GolfGuys and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today to connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash GolfGuys now and get $15 off your first month. Look, this is a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash GolfGuys. Get started now to save 15% on your first month of treatment. GetRoman.com slash GolfGuys. And thanks for hanging and coming back again. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is uh, Jeff Smith. And raising your race after 6 o'clock, that's, that's not a bad idea, man. I mean, you know, as we said, golf is getting to be very busy. It's, it's the one thing that everybody has been able to do during COVID anyhow. It has, you know, and that's a great thing that, you know, it's the, it's the great outdoor sport. And everybody's kind of remembering that that's, that's a thing that everybody can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the the whole lesson rate thing, right? I'm sitting here thinking about that. And and like we said, supply and demand is every place. It's part of life, right? Right. It's difficult. And I go back and forth. How about this? You you take the five o'clock lesson and it costs you one thing. And then it costs you take the six o'clock lesson. It costs you more. And you're mad. Kind of like in the golf business where you, 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 if you play before the twilight time, you're mad that you didn't wait till like three o'clock. If you got the two fifty-five time, they charge you full boat, mm-hmm. and then the twilight time, you start at three. Right. See, in the golf business, there's usually rates get cheaper during the evening hours, but for me, when I've been teaching all day already, I want to go home. Yeah, definitely. Right. I want to go home. I want to. I want to see my wife. You know. I mean, it's you know, you get married for a reason. Mm-hmm. And usually, see, here's the the difficult part, right? Because who's who can come, you know, after dinner at dinner time, right? The people who have jobs, right? Yep. The nine to five guys. Yep. But now that not everybody's at the nine to five time, right? The the times are shifting a little bit for all these people that can work from home. Yeah. Right. But there's but the after school kids, and some of that is shifting because of their flexibility in school. Mm-hmm. So it seems like. I could really do that and say that's a, a premium time where I'd rather go home. Yeah. Well, you know, same thing happens. But I got a hunch that I'm going to take a lot of a lot of flack for that. You are. It'll but it'll it'll pass. But again, it's it's you know, how bad you want it. You're there for your convenience, not their convenience basically, you know? Yeah. There's truth in in each way we could look at it. Yeah. I, I look at things a lot like okay, I know that I'm there's, there's been a lot asked of me and I'm doing it and my schedule is just crazy. Right. But the truth is, is that I still have to be able to, to be under control of that. So I've got to make the decision and I've also got to decide about people. You know, this is a people business Definitely. and I make people happy. Yeah. And you love making people happy. So that's, that's the thing about it. It's, it's not work for you. 
It, it no, is not. It's really not. No. And because you're doing something that you love. You love golf and you love showing other people how to play better because you know uh, their, uh, their deep down satisfaction when that actually happens. And um, there really is. Because, oh, yeah. You know, when you make, when you make somebody have that feeling of that shot, the one we all want, the one that's soaring off the club face that it seems like the ball just melted into the face. And then all of a sudden it just goes soaring up into the air and it's just this big high bullet. And you have that feeling. Yep. Well, let me tell I'm you, the guy that can produce that for a lot of people. Let me tell you what you did for me today. Okay. Earlier today, yeah. I was, I played golf par five hole. I hit a drive and it wound up in the left rough. Not bad. Right. About 198 from, from the green. So it was a long drive, just not really uh, ended up in the most um, perfect of positions. Let's put it that way. There was a large tree in front of me, um, which made it impossible for me to go for the green because I don't, I don't have a draw on command yet. I will by the end of this season, thanks to you, but I don't yet. So I had to hit I – just, I just laid up, Okay. And I laid up, and after the layup shot, I was about 118 from the green. And again, <laughs> there was a rather large tree between me and the green. Not any leaves on it, just just branches. Just a big old tree. So it's, you know, it's 92% air, not just 90% air, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I did my pre-shot routine, which now includes what would Jeff tell me to do? And this is what I did. I took my 115-yard club, my pitching wedge. Yep. I set up to the ball with the ball just a tad more forward in my stance than I normally would because I wanted to make sure it got up high. I hit and did it. the crap out of the ball. <laughs> and it straight on a string cleared the tra- – I mean, it was beautiful. High, straight, hit the green – and moved maybe six more inches after it hit the green. Bounced forward about six inches and stopped. And I was about 12 feet from the pin. <laughs> How and, about them apples, huh? I went, yep, that's, that's that hole. Put it a little bit forward if you want to get some extra height on it. Put it forward in your stance if you want to get a high flight on this ball. Yeah. Now, would that yeah. work with other clubs too or just wedges? No, no. It works with a lot okay. of things. Cool. If you put the ball further back, your tr- the club is more traveling down and facing down. Right. But if you get that ball forward right to the bottom of the arc of your swing, mm-hmm. it's already at the bottom, so it's no longer traveling down. Right. It's at its lowest point, and the loft on the club is at its highest point. Unless you've manipulated the face open, it's maximum loft for that club. Right. And so that means the bottom of the club, you know, the sole plate is below the ball yep. and it shoots up high in the air. And it did, man. It was beautiful. Yeah. It's like, you know, there is nothing Okay, there's there's two things going on here. One is the knowledge of how to set up and how to think through the shot, right? Which which I have learned by listening to you. Yep. But then the really beautiful part is actually pulling it off. <laughs> <laughs> having it work the way you thought it was going to. <laughs> and you go, oh, my God, that's just so pretty. 
I mean, this, <laughs> you just sit there and you go, okay, maybe I should do that again. Especially when, when the guys you're playing with go, oh my God, that was a beautiful shot, John. Yeah. How'd that happen? Yeah. Who are you? How'd that happen? Um, but this is, you, know, you seem to be getting more and more of this. Oh, I am. You know, the, I am. Remember I'm, early on when we used to do the show yeah. back in the day, uh-huh. you would not say this kind of thing very often, but it seems like in the last three years, it's almost as if there has been some osmosis taking place. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have absorbed knowledge through many, <laughs> many pores of my body. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just got to tell you, man, that, that there's, there's lessons to be learned here and we're going to be doing the lessons today. We're going to be describing what the lessons are to learn. One is, Practice saying the word practice and then practice practicing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the problem I ran into, and this is what we're going to discuss because it's not just my problem, but I was great off the tee. I was great with my wedges on par fives and because my third shot on all four of the par fives was a wedge shot distance wise. Okay. Yeah. Um, par threes, I, and I hit, I hit all the par fives in regulation. I hit all the par threes in regulation. The par fours, not so much. I, I was, what do you think the issue was? Um, the issue, the issue is the approach shot, man. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but I, whether I, uh, don't have a great estimation of how far I actually hit my clubs or not, or if I wasn't paying attention to the wind or what was going on because I was short. I was short a lot on my approach. Were you on target short? Yeah. 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 But so do you think you were hitting the ball in the middle of the club face? It felt it. It felt it. It Mm. did. Yeah. Um, And let's assume that you had grass smashed between the face of the club and the ball. mm -hmm. So that means there would be some, uh, grass marks on the face of your club what kind of evidence did you see there um it's mostly in the middle mostly he said in the middle okay he said <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope <laughs> yeah but now this leads me to a point and i learned a lesson listening to a uh, interview with rory mcelroy this past weekend on TV. And what that lesson is, I think is very important. And Jeff is going to think it's very important. We're going to talk about it when we come right back. So hang out. We are those weekend golf guys. In the age of COVID, you're doing business from home. The people you do business with are doing business from home. So you can't just drop into the office for a meeting. You can't just drop into their house. And when you call them, you call them probably their cell phone. You don't want to do that. Unless, of course, you're dropping in or calling to invite them to go play golf. You want to do business on the golf course and you want to learn how to do it right? TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Check it out. Just like you, I've been working from my home office all year. And just like you, I get up every once in a while and walk around because my butt went to sleep. And I say to myself, and I'm sure you do too, why can't somebody, somebody somewhere make a chair that's both good looking and comfortable? Well, they have. It's called an X chair. And the secret is not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, or DVL, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to my lower back, but now thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. That's right. My X chair has heat and massage features. 
features. Does your chair do that? No? Then you need an X-Chair, and it's on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairgolfguys.com now. That's the letter X, chairgolfguys.com, or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. X-Chair has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort, and you can finance your purchase for as little as 30 bucks a month. Go to xchairgolfguys.com now and use the code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. XChairGolfGuys.com. Hi, this is Neil Michaels, sales manager for those weekend golf guys. You know, as guys, so much of our identity is wrapped up in our hair. That's why when we start noticing the first signs of hair loss, it feels like panic time. No guy is ever ready to go bald, and I speak from experience. The bald spot, the receding hairline, ugh. Thankfully, now there's Keeps, the simple and easy way to keep your hair. Until I started using Keeps, I keeps hair in my sink and I keeps a lot of my hair on the floor. (laughs) Well, Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. You may have even tried them before, but never for this price. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. Keeps treatments usually take four to six months to see results. So what are you waiting for? Go to keeps.com slash golf guys to get your first month of treatment free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf guys. And this is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I told you that uh, I learned a lesson, a very important lesson from listening to uh, an interview with Rory McIlroy last weekend on TV. He didn't make the cut on the players. I mean, he was being touted as one of the favorites to win prior to the tournament, and he was he finished last. I mean, he missed the cut at 10 over, and the cut was even, right? So think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. What a fickle game this is. Oh, isn't it, though? On any given day, mm-hmm. have it or not have it, even when you are one of the best players in the world yeah. that the odds makers predict, and they pay attention to how you're playing. Yep. But they predict you might even win the thing. What a crazy nutso game this thing is. <laughs> Certainly is. So 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 don't, you know, get down on yourself for not playing as well today as you did two days ago. Because you'll play much better tomorrow and you know it. The the lesson I learned is he was talking about his recent faltering on the tour. And he has had a couple of bad uh, bad tournaments where he He has either yeah. didn't make the cutter or or performed very poorly. And he said the reason why he thinks he's been so bad is because of Bryson DeChambeau. Because he saw Bryson hit that 377-yard drive or whatever it was, and he said, I need more speed. So he went to his coach, and he started doing routines to get faster. What happened, he says, is that those routines messed up his swing. Now, that may or may not be true. That may be an excuse I don't know. But the fact of the matter is that Rory McIlroy is number three in distance on the tour off the tee. Exactly. And pound for pound, nobody hits it farther. He didn't need more speed. Nope. You look at his stats and he sucks at putting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what Since you- <laughs> when did you become a stat watcher? <laughs> Just for the for the purposes of this illustration. <laughs> <laughs> sat down and I said, man, that is such a good lesson for everybody because we all want to hit it farther off the tee. But if you're off the tee at a decent distance in the middle, you don't need to work on that. 
You know, if you're That's always right. in, if you're always in the woods, yeah, you need to work on that. If you're chipping and chipping and, and pitching the ball and getting it close to the cup, you don't need to work on that. If you're putting and you're always finishing either very close gimme range or sinking putts, you don't need to work on that. Find your weakness and work on that, and your game is going to improve substantially. You know, this is a lot of the conversation that I have with many high school players and many college players. They don't look at their strengths and weaknesses. Many of them are only chasing the long ball because there's two or three guys in the field that hit it past everybody else. Right. But yet they still score well, but they go chasing the long ball guy. And next thing you know, they are playing worse because one, like in Rory's case, he says that his routine changed his golf swing. Probably true. Mm -hmm. The timing of it at least, right? The feel of it at at most, right? The confidence that you have in it. Yeah. Your timing has got to get totally different if you're trying to get more speed. Yeah. Right. Here's the other thing. Let's just think of total time spent. Let's say, John, you only had, I know this is kind of funny for you. I know we sit (laughs) down on this one. Let's say, John, that you actually practiced 10 hours every week. Yeah. Right. Let's say that. And in that 10 hours, if you shifted it toward one thing, you shifted it away from other things Mm -hmm. and other things have effect on your score as well. So if you're shifting toward, let's say, distance, you're shifting away from other things, let's say putting, chipping, green reading, bunker play, iron play, so that way you would hit more greens instead of coming up short. Mm -hmm. To pick something out of the air. Yeah. Right. Completely at random. (laughs) How about, say, the skill of hitting it in the center of the club face to pick something else completely random out of thin air. (laughs) Right. So let, let's think about that in terms of your effectiveness as a practicer. For 10 hours, John, over the course of a week, you could work on your game, all aspects of it, all specially necessary aspects of it. And so what I try to do is drill that into the, to the kids' brains and say, okay, let's find out what you're doing the most of to be successful in high school. So what if on these par fours, you hit your tee shot, and you're consistently left with a nine iron, eight iron, seven iron, or six iron in your hand. And if you're not hitting the greens with nine iron, seven iron, eight iron, seven iron, and six iron, you're now costing yourself a whole bunch of chip shots. Let's say, for example, you're doing well on the par threes and you're doing well on the par fives, but all of a sudden there's 10 holes left, but you're not hitting greens. You just missed 10 greens around because you're not hitting your irons that well. Oops. Mm-hmm. So why not go not have 10 more chances at up and down? Why don't you go cut that down to three misses of a green and only give you three chances? Let's go hit out of those 10 shots that you have. Let's go hit 70% of the greens. That's exactly the numbers of the last round I played that I told you about. Did the three, the par threes well, the par fives well, 10 par fours, and I finished the day with an 81, which means I only parred one of those par fours, and I uh-huh. bogeyed the other nine. So there's a few things to d- consider here, right? No three putts. You put yourself you know, in position to have to get it up and down too many times, so your iron play needs work, right? You, mm-hmm. you astutely pointed that out. Mm-hmm. And then the other obvious thing is certainly you need to up and down the game needs a little work too. Mm-hmm. So is it your up or is it your down? It's the down. I lipped the out. Down. I lipped out five putts. Five. Ooh. There is nothing yeah, more frustrating than that. 
that's kicking your teeth in right there, isn't <laughs> yes, it? Yes, it is. Now, how long were these putts? Oh, were they two footers? Oh no, 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 no. They were you know eight to twelve feet. Oh wait a minute, that's the up part. That's not the down part. Oh, Come on. Okay. Your up part. You didn't get that anywhere inside of eight feet. No, John. Your oh. wedge game is where <laughs> what hurt you. Come on. You're going to blame your putter, but yet. Oh, I'm going to break out the PJ Tour stats for the purpose of this conversation <laughs> when I'm talking about Rory McIlroy. At eight feet is where the PJ Tour becomes less than 50% make. And you just said uh, eight to 12 feet. Okay. So the best putters in the world are under 50% from there. Hmm. It's your wedge game. See? If you're lipping out five of them, you're all over the hole. Just need to get closer to begin with. You're blaming the putter because that's the last thing you saw. And oh, if that putt would have just gone in, and then you blame the putter. Right. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) You are deflecting from the real issue, which is I need to get out to the chipping pitching green and learn to get these things up closer to the hole because I'm making my downs way too hard. And we have just learned an important lesson here, haven't we, children? Don't expose Jeff to the truth because he will point it out. (laughs) Yeah, that, but (laughs) you need to know what the problem is to work on. See, if I had said, man, I lipped out five putts, I need to practice putting. Well, no. Again, because the putts were too long, the best putters in the world aren't going to hit them more than half the time. Get it closer, dummy. Exactly. That's what I need to work on. Now, is that what I need to work on, or do I need to work on the approach shot itself? Well, you earlier had astutely pointed out the fact that your irons needed work because you clearly don't know how far you hit them when you hit them in the center, if you do. Mm -hmm. Um, And certainly, you don't know how far you hit them when you hit them off center, which is a pretty good little bit of knowledge to have. It is. Instead of just going, yeah, when I when I hit this thing right on the screws and I hit it dead in the middle of the face, I know it goes this far. I'm like, yeah, that's great. How often does that happen? <laughs> How about we look at the pattern? <laughs> and we go, hmm. So my range with this club <laughs> on the normal everyday human me and I strike it, I could go anywhere on this eight iron from 140 to 155. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> Wow, I know. I guessed that one right, too. (laughs) You know, one thing I was not taking into consideration today, and it just dawned on me, was the lie. There are a lot of uphill lies that would have added loft I should have clubbed down. It does add loft. It adds launch angle. It probably puts the ball a little bit higher up into the air. Was it windy, too? Yeah, a little bit. It was windier in the upper atmosphere than it was lower. Absolutely. That's Mm kind of normal, Mm -hmm. you know, above the tree line. Yeah. I know. It's all coming to play here now. Yeah. Man, there's so many things to think about. I get so (laughs) confused. Yeah, but again, you know, you you, you pick what you need to work on and work on it. I'm I'm going to work on both the the irons and the – because I I got this nifty new thing now that that I got one of those watches. I can can put a a little gizmo on the stem of my – on the end of my grip. Yeah. And it will consistently record how far I hit every iron. Ooh. Yeah. How about that, huh? You know, the first thing I would want to do yeah. is find out how accurate it is. Yeah. And if the- it's not accurate, I'd like to find out how consistent it is. Yeah, because you could always do meaning, the math then. Meaning that, let's say the thing that you're talking about says your ball goes a consistent 
10 yards short. Okay. You, you can, can work predict with that. that thing. Yeah. And now it's a tool that actually is functional. Yeah. Just because it might not be accurate doesn't mean it's not consistent. If it's con- if it's consistent, you can calibrate that in your head real right. fast. Yeah. If it's consistently inaccurate, not a problem. Um, there are other things we need to address in how to get better. And it, it's great that we're working this early in the season on getting better. I mean, that's, you know, don't, don't go out and waste any more time. Listen here and have a season that you will be proud of. This is the year you're going to break, put your number here and repeat after me. This is the year I break. Hmm. Thank you. You're going to, I know what you're going to break. <laughs> you're going to break 75. Yeah. And, this year and a couple clubs along the way too so, <laughs> well, we, so here's the thing though you see but we are take... already committed because i heard you say this earlier or mm-hmm. at least i made it up in my head and i'm going to repeat it now and commit you to it okay is 10 hours a week of practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's funny maybe we'll stop laughing by the time we come right back hang out with us <laughs> Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. I want to talk to you about a company called Supply. Supply brings the barbershop style shaving experience right into the convenience of your own home. You know, the Single Edge is a fully metallic single blade razor designed to provide the closest, most comfortable shave ever. And using a single blade to shave minimizes the risk of irritation, bumps, and ingrown hairs. It's great for head shaving, and it's great for women, too. The Single Edge comes with three proprietary shave settings. There's sensitive, there's comfortable, and there's ultra-close. So you can customize your shave to your preferences. The best part is the injector blades the Single Edge uses are non-proprietary. That means they've been in production for hundreds of years, and you can buy them from multiple brands. A three-month supply costs you about six bucks. So you save a ton in the long run. Shaving cream and post-shave are alcohol-free. Skincare products are water-free. And they all have no harmful chemicals and are organic, sustainable, and food-grade. All products come with a 100-day trial and a lifetime warranty. Go to supply.co and use promo code GOLF to save 15%. That's supply.co. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLick.com. Legendary golf at French Lick Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. During this whole COVID lockdown, I've been telling people I like to sleep in, in sweatpants. And when they ask me why, I tell them so I can get up, roll out of bed, already dressed for work. Pretty soon, we're going to be going back to work, at least getting back out in public a little bit. And that's why I am excited about our new partner, Public Rec. They make leisure wear in waist and inseam sizes because comfort starts with a better fit. I've got some of their pants. They're my favorites. Uh, they're they're best selling. They're called All Day Every Day Pants. And then what it is is a more stylish alternative to sweatpants and a much more comfortable alternative to jeans. I never had pants fit this well. I've never had pants feel this comfortable yet look this cool. You look sharp. It's great for lounging at home, going to work, heading to the bar, wherever. Play golf at it. You can do everything. Public Rec rarely discounts their stuff. But right now, they have an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Go to publicrec.com slash golfguys and use the promo code golfguys to receive 10% off. That's publicrec, R-E. 
GLGC and use our promo code GOLFGUYS for 10% off. Okay, that was funny. 10 hours of practice. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. All right, so <laughs> by the way, we, we are John? those we are those weekend yeah. golf guys, and we're planning on how to break seventy five this year. All right, so John, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is where you you stand up and you you raise your right hand mm-hmm. and you say, "Repeat after me." Right, and you say, "I, John." Right, uh, yeah. Right, hi, John. So, yeah. I, John, commit to Jeff Smith. Yes, this is you filling in the blanks. Commit right? to Jeff Smith. I'm I'm waiting to see where this goes before I commit to anything. <laughs> to 10 effective hours of practice each week on my golf game. Turn change it to 10 hours a month and we might have a deal. I'm a busy guy, man, you know. <laughs> Am oh, I getting I, into your nap time? If I had 10 hours. <laughs> if I had 10 hours. <laughs> Look, you play 4 rounds of golf a week. Yes, which, which doesn't leave me 10 more hours. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, you could shave a little bit of that or I could teach you how to practice on the golf course. Yes, that that is probably something we should we should talk on. And don't don't make people think that that I actually play four rounds a week because I don't do that. I do work. I do. I do a lot of work. Now, this a lot radio of people show is called those weekend golf guys. And I'm the guy teaching it. And you're the guy playing it. Yeah, I play. I play. I do. I do work. When I work, I don't play golf. When I play golf, I play. Total aside, totally non-related to golf, but you're you're probably listening and and you're you're working from home this past year too, like everybody else is. Do you get upset when when people don't understand the difference between working at home and working from home? The difference being that if you're at home, it doesn't seem to be work to them. It's like, oh, you're home. I'm working. Yeah, I know. But while you're there, could you make sure that the laundry gets done? Can you run out the trash? I've got a, I've got some stuff at the pharmacy. Could you just run and pick it up for me? Because that means that you're no longer working because you're at the house. Because realistically, when I walk into the house, I'm now working at home and I'm doing all the home stuff that I have to do. Yeah. I'm not doing any work work. I know. But now my work work happens in the same place that all the other work happens. You know, the reality of it is, is that you probably just need to get that golf course office set up again. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, that that aside aside, um, can't can't play that much golf. But that is another reason why we need to discuss again how to practice while playing. I got a lot of people that they need to learn how to do things, but their brain still says – I've only got so much time for golf. By gosh, mm-hmm. I want to be on the golf course. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Because really what they're saying is I want to be on the golf course hitting a golf shot in the environment. So I go about this and say, okay, you got your tea time. What do you say we do a handful of things and you still keep pace? And they say, huh, what? <laughs> Hit a couple of drives off the tee. Go out there and pick one of them up. Hit a ball at the green and leave it be. And then as you move up toward the green, drop another shot at a different distance, at a different angle, out of different conditions, hit a shot, and then go pick them up because you still need to finish the hole in time. And in the next hole, you go hit one ball off the tee, and then you hit one ball up to the green. And then when you get up to the green, go throw down two or three balls and then go hit the pitch shots and a bunker shot. And then you go pick those things up and you keep up pace. Right. And in the next hole, 
you go out there and maybe you don't even hit a tee shot. Maybe it's just a wide open hole and there's no point. Just go out there and hit now two or three approach shots from different angles. Unless, of course, you can't just speed up. You got to keep up with the people in front of you, but you still got to wait on them. So hit more shots while waiting, but not to the point where you ever slow anybody up. Right. I mean, if there's one or two of you and you've got a force right. in front of you, you're, you're going to spend time waiting. Let's say they're on the green in front of you and you got your ball out in the fairway and you're 180 yards out. Go hit a couple of 80-yard shots. Go hit a couple of wedges. Don't go to the same place and don't rip up the fairway, right? Yeah. But hit a couple shots and then hit your ball into the green. Go pick up those shots on the way because you're driving a cart anyway, John. You got you that right. Walking, but I know you're driving a cart. You betcha. You get a couple extra practice shots in instead of standing there waiting. And somebody will say, hey, rule number seven says you're not allowed to practice on the golf course. And you go, yeah, but that's just the USGA's rules. And I'm not playing by those anyway. That's right. I play by Jeff Smith's rules. They override <laughs> the USGA. Just I'm ask trying him. to practice. I'm not <laughs> trying to score. And I'm not playing a round of golf today for score. So right. shut it. Yeah. Right. Mind your if business. If you've got to wait on people, don't stand there and wait with a long distance to go. Go hit a shorter distance shot, one that will not get close to them, but one that also provides you more practice. Go hit punch shots out behind the trees because Lord knows you're going to have plenty of those, right? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying this in general. Yeah, right? I know. I know. In fact, I would say that it, if you practice for the worst possible outcome, you'd be better off. Because then you're not stymied by a bad shot. You know, also not irritated by it because you know how to handle it. Right. I mean, if you if you yeah, know yeah, that fine. I hit I hit those out all the time. Uh, as you you told me last year, to, when you get in the trees, why don't you try your driver and just hit it low? And even if you hit a low hanging branch, if you hit the ball with a driver, it's going fast enough to break the wood and keep on going. You know, There's maybe no doubt. maybe deflect it a little bit and. and direction but practice that practice hitting uh, your driver off of pine straw or leaves figure out how yeah. how difficult it is to uh, get it through that window of the two trees make sure you have at least 12 feet because i know you ain't going to hit anything at six feet wide that's just asking too much well um, that's right it is yeah so you got to find out what you can do practice some of those and then you've you've spent more time doing things on the golf course you got better mm-hmm Right. Yep. So, John, in in sometimes in these four and five hour or four and five uh, per week rounds of golf that you've got. <laughs> yes. Why not use one of them to at least be practicing on the golf course? You know, also practice is something like this in order to keep pace. What if all of a sudden you decided once they've cleared the green, you've decided I'm not going to hit an approach shot. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to putt at this hole from a lot of different places until I see them clear out of the way in front of me. And then I can go on to my next tee shot. There's yeah. a lot of things that you could practice. You could go practice getting it up and down after hitting your tee shot, pick up the ball and go practice your up and down game until it's time for you to go. Because again, this is all about maintaining pace of play yeah. and doing that because just the wait on somebody, sit in your golf cart, waiting and waiting and waiting, and then the green clears, and then you go hit your shot, and then you don't hit a good one anyway, and then you have to hit it up and down. I think it's best to work on your game while opportunity gives you, right? Where, the, where Take every opportunity you can, right. and then skip a shot or two to make sure you keep pace. Yeah, Because if you're out there messing around mm -hmm. and slowing people up at the same time, you're going to get shot. Yeah, 
uh, or at least ask. Somebody's taking to, aim. Yes. Someone's going to hit into you. Whoops. I'm sorry. That's right. You're I didn't see shot. you Did there. You titleist run up your keister. Uh, <laughs> um, back side of your cart. That's right. <laughs> or the cart side of your backside. However you want to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But yeah, that that is, um, you know, that that's the, the proverbial killing two birds with one stone. It is, it it is. is living the real world conditions because the, the practice tea is not real world conditions. We know that. Um, you do have the, uh, the, the, the ability to judge your distances with the signs. But again, some of us are not very good at math. It's always better to, uh, you know, take a little, uh, range finder with you. And you know that if you, if you've got a 180 yard shot and you hit it and you've got 40 yards left, then you can do that math and you know how far you hit it. Yeah. So I've got a tip for you again, John, every year I hear lots of my students that come to me, especially the newer players, mm-hmm. and they've got, let's call it 200 yards, and they go, all right, I got 200-yard shot here. The first thing they think about is not the lie, and they should. Yeah, yeah. How many 200-yard shots do you think the average guy hits onto the green? The average guy? Yeah, the average guy. Very few. Right. So let's look at it from this perspective. If the lie is good and you have a club in your bag that actually flies and goes 200 yards, that's the time to hit that one. Yeah. Assuming that there's nothing in the way, like it's not 200 yards over water where a mistake will penalize you greatly. Mm Mm-hmm. Or you don't have to dodge some trees along the route, right? Right. But if the lie's not so good, what do you think the average guy, his odds of getting it on the green from 200 yards with the lies not so good? Slim to none. Okay. So because it's slim and slim's leaving town, <laughs> yeah, you got to start thinking, okay. This is a two-shot scenario. Right. And lots of times I talk to people about understanding. You've got to understand that's a two-shot scenario. So which two shots do you want? Well, you want – I always – You want the one hard one to get to one easy one. And easy. Mm -hmm. Right? Lots of people decide – the distance first and they think, okay, I'm going to take the longest one first because I have to, because I'm a long way from the green and they make a real big mistake because they're not really good at the long shots, especially out of that iffy lie, which most likely means the ball's not going to go nearly as far as what they hope it will, leaving them with a much shorter or much longer shot on the second one. Mm -hmm. So they chose hard and then not as easy on the second one. Right. I choose easy on the first one, so I get easy on the second one as well. Mm-hmm. And my odds have increased of hitting the green and hitting the green kind of close to where I want. So let's say it's 200 and a lousy lie. And I don't have a club that I can rip through that lousy lie and get it 200 yards. Well, I have a 100-yard club that can rip through that lousy lie and leave me with it. 
with another hundred yards. Mm-hmm. My hundred yard club's pretty accurate. Yeah. The 200 yard club and the longer clubs aren't nearly as accurate. And there's a lot of trouble up near the green. So where do I want my ball to come down? On the green. Yeah. At a hundred so yards. So my second shot, I want to have a chance, right? Yep. I don't want to have that. Dang it. I missed the green. And, and on the first one, I got this crazy lie or maybe I'm in the hazard or something. I want to go easy on the first one so I get easy on the second one. And you really need to have those shots in your bag and your head, which is why you'd want to practice them on you the do. course. Not, not you do. You, because you, you need to know what those easy shots are. And, uh, and you need to convince yourself because that's, that's the, the – put the ego away. Throw it, throw it's, it in, keep it in the car when you get to the course. Yeah. It's just simple strategy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think, well, that's course management and they don't like the words course management because that's a, a hurt your ego thing. Yeah. Well, of course I can manage a golf course or myself around the golf course. I can do that. You know? No, you can't. And then it, it <laughs> like you said, it's an ego thing. Yep. Yeah, don't don't look Nobody at it. Nobody wants go, to get told that they can't manage themselves on the golf course. No, they don't. But then again, you don't want everybody giggling when you pull out your three wood and you're in the rough. Yeah. You know, <laughs> people are going, uh-huh. <laughs> and, yeah. and what are you going to do with that? <laughs> Here we go. All right, boys, break out your cell phones. Let's get this one on camera. This one's going to, this one's going on the gram. Now that's that's a great club to use if you're taking a drop. But other than that. Put it away and pull out something you can hit, buddy. Okay? That's, right. that's all you need to do. We've got a little bit more, so don't go away. We'll be right back. We are all those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. Hey, it's John Ashton. I got to tell you, we're halfway through the first weekend of the NCAA March Madness Tournament and what happens. I am already mathematically eliminated from any contention in the office bracket pool. But not to worry, because I have covered my bases with my bookie, mybookie.ag. You go there right now, use the promo code GOLFGUYS, and you're going to grab yourself a 50% deposit bonus. That means they will match your initial bonus up to half of what you put in. MyBookie has several March Madness-focused contests, including but not limited to a $100,000 NCAA bracket challenge, which is 10 bucks to enter, and a $10,000 bracket with only a $1 entry fee. MyBookie bonus playthrough requirements are often much lower than competitors on both the sportsbook and the casino side. So you're uh, you're missing out if you're not there already. MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code GOLFGUYS and get a 50% deposit bonus. MyBookie.ag. And hopefully you're going to do much better in March Madness than am I. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone. And that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text SPARK to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, 
She'll like the difference, too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text SPARK to 321321. That's S-P-A-R-K to 321321. It is us, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, those weekend golf guys. What have we learned? You want to recap? We have learned, don't let your ego dictate what you're going to do. We learned it's early in the season. Check the weather reports, long range, and make yourself some tea times. And when you do, make sure you show up. Yeah. Or, or at least cancel them in, in advance. We, we've also learned that John's actually committed to practice 10 hours a week. That's a good thing. <laughs> we learned that today, too. Woo-hoo. We have learned that Jeff Smith is pushy, son of a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Who won't take no for an answer. Uh, <laughs> oh, John, I just really care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we do do also learn you need to seriously contemplate what it is you need to work on most first. That sometimes is a difficult scenario to uh, to wrap your head around. Well, at the same time, John, like you said before, that's an ego thing. Mm-hmm. People don't like to admit they have weaknesses. Yeah. But guess what? We all do. Yes, indeed. Yours is lack of practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you know, it is. The hits just keep on coming, don't they, John? You know, I thought I thought my wife nagged. Man. I do it in a very snarky manner. <laughs> There's all kinds of um reasons to get better this year. I mean, last week you heard us talk to Terry, Terry Edwards about that new uh, charity amateur tour yeah i mean 70 bucks to play some of the courses he's got some of the bucket list courses here in the midwest that he's got no yeah it's pretty cool but you don't want to embarrass yourself out there you know i don't want to i don't want to pay 70 bucks to go play tpc sawgrass and embarrass myself in front of myself still had that pseudonym that you went to tournament golf (laughs) don't you have that and and they got the glasses with the nose yeah i can i can pull it off (laughs) but deep down inside i'd still know it was me so, you know, whatever. Uh, so this this is just us cajoling you, or it's him cajoling me and me passing it on to you because I don't like to suffer alone. Practice. Yeah. Practice. Backyard. Practice tees. Or Jeff's technique of practicing on the course. Just practice. Practice with a purpose. Practice long. This is the year you're going to break. Insert your number here. Yes, sir. Well said, Mr. Iverson. Well said. (laughs) Don't need no stinking practice. Pick up a club. Go out, practice a little bit, and then, hey, you'll be ready to play some golf. 